Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us as we discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Power of Being You podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Grandinetti, and today I am thrilled to introduce to you one of my friends who inspires me so much by making it all look so easy. Her name is Megan Hill. For more than 15 years, Megan has been leading the marketing and communication strategies for companies and clients in travel, hospitality, retirement, event management, self-improvement, real estate, and more. She thrives on the creative edge and invites her clients to always consider what will create the most in all aspects of marketing and business creation. Currently, she leads the creation and strategy for social media and marketing projects for Access Consciousness, Dr. Dean here, and Gary Douglas worldwide. She is also a facilitator, coach, and speaker, and enjoys traveling the world and empowering people to know that everything they desire is possible. This week's conversation with Megan was not about social media, was not about marketing, but it was about something that takes a lot of patience, a lot of space, and a ton of creativity. This week, we tackle the joy of parenting. And Facebook actually showed me that four years ago today, we were together. I saw that. (laughs) It showed me a video and I didn't have time to watch it to see if it was appropriate to reshare, but um, that was so funny. Yeah, there there was one that was probably not as appropriate and one that was. But um, we were at the Grammys together um, promoting in the gifting suite, promoting the, the Dr. Dane here book, Being You Changing the World. Yeah. So how appropriate is it today that we are going to talk about being us with children and others? So I titled this uh, like parenting in tumultuous times. And so my question for you, watch this, watch this wide question. Um, so what's changed in your world, Megan? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if you're a parent, uh, I feel ya, basically. <laughs> and you know, I know it's different in every area of the world, so I don't know. where everyone is but and I guess it's also different based on the age groups sorry I have I was up really late last night for the CF training and then I got up really early this morning and I'm just not quite awake yet but no 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 no. but that though that though because um so we'll we'll swipe that question to the left and then we're gonna go I would I would say right now it's funny I was watching something or I read an article about how um, moms right now are like having, they're having the hardest time of like any group in the, in the world right now with the whole Corona Schmarona stuff, because they're having to, you know, have a full-time job plus take care of the kids plus all this stuff. So that doesn't necessarily mean if you're a super dad that it, you know, it isn't, it isn't hard for you, but it does seem like if you have kids right now, um, there's just never enough like time. It's just kind of like this weighing thing where you're like, I I just have one kid. So I'm really lucky in that. But at the same time, I'm noticing with him is he doesn't have the social life that made my life easier. 
So I'm now his best friend and um, person to play with constantly and person to do things with him constantly because where I live in Denver and people are still not really like, they're not having play dates. They're not really like, they're kind of like, just stay within your own family and don't really, you know, mix and mingle with people that are outside of that little unit. So it's just a really weird time. And um, I just, I'm so grateful for all the access tools because it helps me to keep, to keep going and ask questions like, who does it belong to? But also to be able to talk with him and just acknowledge that things are weird you know, and things have changed. And there's this weird, like last year around this time, he, I think it was kind of cozy and everyone was like, oh, we get to kind of like chill out and it's fun to kind of just have this alone time together. And now it's like, all right, I'm over it. (laughs) You know, can we, where's the party at? Where can we go somewhere? And there's even like, I take him places and there aren't that many people there. Like he likes these trampoline parks and different kid things. And it's just got a very different vibe. So I get for kids right now as well. It's just, um, it's just different. So um, being able to invite them to ask what I've currently been doing. And if I'm not making any sense, I've literally had half a cup of coffee. So I apologize. No, you're making, you're making total sense. And it's actually okay. such a gift because that's where I wanted to go. So okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what I've been currently doing instead of like trying to like create his life for him is invite him to look at, okay, Hey, if you could have anything, what would you like? Would you like more friends? Would you like more? Like, what is it that is, what is this board? Cause he's like, mom, I'm bored. Mom, I'm bored. And you know, it's like, I can have 8,000 activities, but he just gets bored with them. So I'm like, what else are you like? What else would be fun for you? Do you want to, you know? play the piano, like whatever, but I'm inviting him at this point, he's nine to really have a look at what is it he'd like to create as his life? Like what is, what would he like to add so that it's not where I'm creating his life for him, but he's just realizing that he's the source of, you know, of what's going on. Ah, what a gift. And that's such a different angle that you just shared that from too. Um, cause I always tell my kids, like, if they're like, I'm bored, I'm like, only boring people get bored. What do you want to create? <laughs> so, um, so how are you talking to him? So I love that you're talking to him about creating his reality and what a gift that Corona can be for kids to know that that's available. They don't have to be in the, like, how much were they in our routine before? And now they have to create their own. Yeah. Uh, but h- how are you, cause I've been having conversations with my kids lately, like saying to them, like, I really don't know what it's like to grow up in a pandemic. I don't know. Yeah. It's like to be turning daughter turns 13 tomorrow to be a teenager. want to celebrate that. And you can't be with your friends. And so like really get vulnerable with them being like, I can't tell you what to do here. Cause I've never actually done this. And so it's kind of broken the chain of like parenting from how you did it because you can't, um, yeah. how are you approaching those conversations, um, with Tristan? Like as, as far as what's going on, just acknowledging it. Like, I think, you know, when you get frustrated and it's because you're aware of something, but you aren't necessarily acknowledging it. So like with school, as an example, it's gotten, um, he's back in school, but it's way more strict. And he has a new teacher because his other teacher quit because she couldn't, she didn't, couldn't handle the online thing, I think. Um, and it's just not as like, it's kind of like the fun and the joys have been taken out of the things that he used to love because of the control that's amped up. And so rather than like, you know, just having him, you know, deal with it, it's like, okay, I just, I, Hey, 
are you aware of like that there's a level of control that's going on? Are you aware that there's like, what are you aware of? And then just acknowledging that seems to give him the freedom to know that, hey, we can choose anything. You know, do you want to switch schools? Do you want to do something different? How, you know, how do we get around it? Because that's another thing, like with your teenager, it's like, okay, these are the quote rules or this is how the world's, you know, going, but what do you want to create? Because it's like, we can create anything and you're a phenomenal creator, but inviting them to have a look at like, what is it, you know, if you could have an epic birthday party, what would it be? And what would you like to create? And keep asking them questions because I do get that that's really the only way that we're going to empower them because we don't know either, you know, I mean, we know, but we don't, we've never done this either. So it's like, yeah. okay, what can we create together? And what would be fun for you? And what, what else is possible? Um, and just keep being that, the question that empowers them to know that they know and that they're not, I think that's the other thing is like, they're not, um, they're not kids. I mean, they are kids, but they're big beings and little bodies or not so little bodies and they have awareness and they, if we can start empowering them to know that they have awareness and what they know and they can choose based on what they know, then their life will be and their future will be far different. Mm. Yeah. And just asking like back to that thing of like creating and out creating now you just shared with us. So creating a reality and out creating this reality. Um, Emily wants to know how old Tristan is. He's nine, nine going on 15. So he thinks he's a teenager. (laughs) So that's my current, like, I'd say my biggest thing right now is he's nine. And he like, because he's an only child, he is, he does go online a lot. He likes playing Fortnite. Um, He has, I've busted him in chat groups that he's not supposed to be in. Like he's, you know, on TikTok. I get to watch everything that he's doing and I'm trying to like, you know, control the whole thing. He's messaging people. So he's nine going on 15. And that's a very different world for me as well, because he's exposed to so much that I never, I mean, like when I was a kid, there was no internet. (laughs) It's a totally different thing, but I also know that that's part of his reality. So it's like trying to like hide all of that from him isn't necessarily going to work because he's just going to find a way, you know, around it rather than talking to him about, Hey, what you see on here isn't even real half the time, you know, he's, so I just constantly talk to him about what it is he's seeing, what it is he's watching, teaching him. There's a um, tool in access called the light and heavy tool. So what's true for you will always make you feel lighter. What's alive for you will always make you feel heavier. So I kind of keep talking with him about those types of things so that he can navigate this insane world of um, basically the internet at this point for kids. That's not necessarily, you know, what's, what's real and true. So, you know, you were, you said that, okay, so we didn't have internet when we were young, which is already a determination that we don't know what it's like necessarily to grow up as them. But for, and I I think that this generation to like our generation to our kids' generation are like, have my interesting point of view, like the biggest leap gap and like technology and what we're exposed to and all that. Cause our parents could say to us, like, you know, when I was a kid and, and so when I hear people saying that nowadays, um, it kind of sparks like a in me that I have to, you know, use my tools and stand out from. Cause I'm like, when you were a kid, this, none of this was happening. Like, how do you not include it? And so I love what you're saying of having conversations with them. Um, you, people are going to assume that because you are, you know, this 
face in access consciousness. You create so much with access and all the teams and Gary and Dane and Simone and Brendan, and you've been around access for a really long time. They're going to assume that your kid just gobbles up the access tools and just is like, yes, run a body process. And they're begging for bars every day. And they ask all the questions consciously and they always (laughs) talk to their body. And I come into this all the time because I'm like, no, like my kids still totally resist it. So how do you how do you navigate that, that we can help the parents who think like, my kids are totally shut off to this. Like, what do you know? Or what can you share with us? Um, so he, Tristan was basically like born in access and not in access, but I used the tools when I was pregnant with him, when he was born, like I was playing ESCs during the birth. Um, I had a session with Dane when he was in my belly, like, like he's had access to access his whole life. So in this other weird way, he doesn't know a world without it, which is really cool and what a gift. But for, I've never pushed the tool necessarily down his throat. So I just know that if I'm being it, if I'm asking questions, if I'm living it, then that becomes the reality that is known for him. So like he, you know, if he falls down and he hurts, hurts his elbow or something, I'll say, Hey, do you want me to run and, you know, run superpower. I just called him, when he was little, I called him superpowers. Now I give him a little bit more information. Like, Hey, you want to do some superpower action? So he knows like, that's, is really cool. Cause that's, what's real to him. You know, it's like, okay, I just go to mom. We put our hands on our body, you know, on my body. And then it, it changes with these, or if he gets, he rarely gets sick, but if he does mom, will you, you know, will you touch me? Will you run my run energy or whatever? So that's all just sort of natural. But in terms of like asking questions, um, like the other day he was like, mom, I want to go. I wish we could live in the, in that white house. We lived in this house that was white, um, a year ago. And he, he just wishes we could still live there. And at the time he didn't really like, like he, the neighborhood he said had the heebie jeebies and you know, whatever. But this other day he just woke up really wanting to live there again. And I said, so, you know, what is it that you miss about it? I miss my friends. I miss this kind of stuff. And and I know that I can't, like, I, I don't, I will not go live in that house again. So I was asking him questions like, well, what if, you know, what if all of those things that you love about that house, what if we could have that in something even greater and a new house or in the house that we currently live in? So what is it that you miss about it? And what, what if we could have that? And what if, what else is possible? And he was like, there's nothing else possible. There's, there's Oh, thank you for exposing that right now. Oh, I love you. Keep going. Keep going. There's nothing greater than that house. And I was like, really? Like you, you didn't like, like when we lived there, you didn't actually, you know, he didn't like to go out at night because it was kind of in a, you know, it was a nice house surrounded by, it was just a transformative area, let's say. And he's like, I just love that house. I just, I want to live in that house. And I kept being like, well, what if we can have something greater? no. So rather than trying to talk him out of his impossible world, I was like, okay, well, enjoy that, you know, <laughs> but he's nine. So he'll sit with it and then maybe he'll, you know, see something else, but it's like trying to get them to see your point of view, even if it's an access point of view, that's you trying to get them to see your point of view. What if you just allowed them to have theirs and be inter- interesting point of view that you have this point of view, don't say that out loud to them, but just be that with you and let them you know, notice when you have a day when you're like, nothing's possible. This stuff is, you know, whatever you have shitty days, allow them to have shitty days, allow them to fuck up, allow them to, you know, explore 
explore what there is to explore about this reality and allow them the choice to use a tool or not. Um, That's so good. I'm, I can't even tell you the cartwheels that are going on right now for me because, (laughs) because that was a great, you, such a great description of like offering a kid a possibility. And sometimes they just won't have it like, and it's okay. And they're oftentimes where someone's offering you a possibility and you won't have it, but somehow we go into like so much wrongness as a access parent if your kids aren't getting it. And so I just wanted to clear that everywhere you're making yourself wrong because your kids aren't getting it right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine shirts, boys and mans. Thank well, you. And how many people, you know, it's like, I so had this like, you know, fantasy, like, oh my God, he will like, he will get to have the access tools from forever. And like, they are so amazing. And da, 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 you know, I had this whole thing. And then like, I don't know, like a year ago, I was like, oh my God, what if he becomes a teenager and he hates it? And you know, all this stuff. Well, that makes it, that's even that me having that point of view puts this weird shit on him. So I've just been destroying it and creating everything that that was, but it's like, how many people of you do you guys have in your life that know that you do access consciousness, know that you have all these tools available, know that you have like infinite possibilities at your fingertips and resources for them to have whatever it is you've been having and loving with access consciousness tools. And they never ask you a question. I mean, I've worked with access. I have fucking lived access. I love it. It is like my, you know, my, my jam. (laughs) And, um, I have family members who are very close to me who are struggling right now with their relationships, with their body, with like all sorts of stuff. And they will literally never ask. Like I had someone, one of my family members recently, she's having relationship stuff. She's having a session with another group that she's like, they've, they've, they're kind of like access, like they've done different stuff. I'm like, you're not even, you won't even ask. Like you could ask me for, for help or for a book or a resource or whatever. But all she had the desire to do was tell me her problem and tell me that she was going somewhere else to get help with it. Cool. Enjoy, you know? And what if you could be that for your kids too? It's like, okay, at least, you know, it's here. I have an enormous toolbox. If you, if you ever want to go through my tool, if you ever want to go through the toolbox, it's here and it's your choice. And that'll give them the space to choose it. But if you're like, come see my precious toolbox and use all the tools with me, then they're like, get your freaking toolbox out of my face, mom. You know? So true. So true. How many of you wanted to do the stuff that your parents did? Or were you like, get out of here? (laughs) (laughs) Tell them not to. Whatever you do, don't use this. That's, I would say, my best suggestion. Say, you know what? This is probably, this is just weird stuff for your mom or your dad or whatever. Don't even bother. You probably get. Yeah. Well, to, to, to speak to your um, point about uh, Tristan having the tools his whole life, I like I have my son who's now twenty, and he has been to very few access classes, but um, has been around the tools his whole life. And who he is in the world is like someone who's actually just being the tools. He's just yeah. being them. Um, does he go into you know? bouts of, um, you know, all the things that we all go into. Absolutely. But the way that he walks in the world, the way he interacts with people, the way he interacts with situations with adults, like the way that he creates, he's an adult, oops, 
Um, he just is willing to create his own reality from a totally different space. And I know that's from having the influences and the energies around him, but having never like sat down, I mean, he knows the clearing statement and he loves, he loves bars, but he hasn't been to some advanced access class, but he's been around it enough that he just be something different. And so what if that's actually also possible for, you know, our kids that maybe aren't going to choose, you know, classes per se till later. Um, well, and you don't have to, you know, the classes are there if you'd like to take a big leap, you know, if you'd like to take a big leap or there's something that's going on in your life that you'd really like to change, or perhaps, you know, you have this joy of the ever expanding world of consciousness, then come to a class. And it's like, if you, if you don't and your kids don't or whatever, it's like, then yeah, just be the tools. It's like the, the, the tools that you get in bars and foundation and choice of possibilities. But even if you just took like the tools that you get in the bars class, that'll change your whole life. The foundation, again, you could just, just use all of that and it'll change your whole life forever. So it's, it's not about having to go to classes. It's just, yeah, it's like if, if stuff gets, you know, clunky and weird, maybe attend a class or get your bars run or whatever, but it's, yeah, it's not about, I think that's the, I think that's one of the biggest like misidentified things about access is it's like, you have to do all of these classes. You don't, they're there if you'd like to, they're there if you'd like to explode. They're there if you'd like to, you know, get clear on something that's fucking you up. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how many classes you have under your belt that like, we're not in a race to consciousness. It's not a competition. It's, it's not a college or a university that you're going to get this big degree at the end of the day. It's like, it's just a constant, you know, exploration of what else is possible. And if that's, you know, something that you'd like to play with then go for it, it might be like your son, he likes sports and he's in school and he's just being in the world. And that will give him, you know, that'll give him what he's looking for. And only he knows what that is. Exactly. And, you know, Gary and Dane tell us, it's funny because I see people go, well, Gary and Dane are putting all these classes on. It must mean I have to take them all. But Gary and Dane are, are in the exploration of, of that possibility and beyond to continually invite us for when we require a class and it's different. Yeah. And um, so thank you. And then, but they also say, you know, uh, once you've like you start out doing the tools and then you become the tools and then you become a walking question and everything that comes into your world, your questions, you're out all the solidity. And, um, that's really what, if you, if as parents or in relationships or whatever, the gift that we can be, if we just be in constant question, it shows other people that they can question and the solidity of this reality starts to melt away. And then creating the reality you like becomes a lot easier. Um, yeah. so is there anything else you would like people to know right now. I want to say thank you for everything you were last night and are, will be today for the CF training. <laughs> and I, was, I and, what? I, last night I was like, oh my God, it's only like 1030, but I'm, what is, what's happening to me? I used to feel like party until two in the morning and now I'm like, so. <laughs> I know. When classes do come back live, it's going to be a totally different scene. Like at the yeah. bar after class, because we're all used to going to bed at nine. Yeah. Um, but you even just willing to get up, get on, have a half a cup of coffee and still um, be here is is one of the many things that I admire about you, which you have a go button. And I don't know if I've ever seen it turn off, but from not from um, not from an unwillingness to turn it off, but more like that you're so committed to everything that you do. And I'm so grateful to receive Thank from you. that. 
I just, I love waking up and seeing what else is possible. You know, it's like, like this morning I was like, oh man, if I really wanted to like look shower, showered and camera ready, I would have had to have gotten up at seven or something. So I was like, oh, I'll just be whatever I am. You know, it's like, what if you just didn't have to, like, what is fun for you? And I knew just coming on would be fun to talk with you. So do what's fun for you. Take a class if you'd like it. For me, the classes are amazing. And um, I don't know what I would do without them, especially right now, because they're, it's just a really funky time. So how cool that people get to come on and have Facebook lives with you. And just having just a daily reminder that there is something beyond the world that we're currently living in is really awesome. So find whatever that is for you. If it's there is Facebook lives, you know, Dane's got Facebook lives, there's YouTube videos. Like just, if you keep, I think if you just keep being that, what else is possible for you and for your kids, then, then you're unstoppable. Hey, I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you so much. I adore you. Adore you too. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the power of being you podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about being you or to learn more about the amazing tools of access consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?